Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Jay Talk to the People Radio. up a notch. Woo! Can't wait for the show to begin. You know it, you know it. All right. My friends, my friends, welcome back again to J Talks to the People Radio. So glad to be back on the airways. Sharing my thoughts, views, sharing my voice. Hopefully that some of you in real return come back to speak up, speak out. As today we are revisiting the victim mentality. I have my special guest, Miss Rain. How are you today? I'm feeling great. I'm glad to be on the show with you and, and talk about this subject uh, once more. How are you feeling today? Feeling pretty good. We got a lot to discuss, a lot to go over. And uh this is two thousand seventeen. This is the first time I have you back on for two thousand seventeen. And um as we discuss, you know, New Year's resolution, what is New Year's resolution supposed to be about? Is what's it's Derivative, what is its purpose? Well, in my opinion, New Year's is, um, although to me it's more of like an imaginary line that people have created over time, they feel that once they, once, you know, the ball drops, once it's the first January, January the 1st of the next year, there's a new leaf, and in their mind, they're able to compartmentalize and say, hey, this is the start of a new year. Let me see all the bad things, all the things that are negative to me that I want to get out and all the positive things that I want to bring in, which can be a positive thing, but we do have to remember every day is a new day, and if you're going to do something, it's better to do something sooner rather than later because that can cause procrastination or you could be quickly deterred, just like, you know, the influx of people signing on uh, for the gym memberships, and then by the end of the year they're trying to find a way out of it, you know. That's a that's always a big thing every new year. That's just like a simple um, example. Yeah, basically I kind of talked about that, I think, the last episode on why we express such a celebration for an event such as New Year's. And by the way, people, uh, to weigh in on anything that you've heard today or in the past or thus far or anything that you would like to mention or know about concerning the future upcoming, uh, you can definitely do so, reaching us live at 773-897-6235. You can also reach us uh, off the air uh, if you don't want to be heard or don't want to come out onto the mic emailing people at yahoo.com, send your comments, questions, requests, 
then we can go accordingly from there. And you can also check out Facebook. When you go on the Facebook, search J Talks to the People Facebook group. Uh, the Facebook group has been updated. You should find a new post uh, with Trump with his hands in the air about to duke it out. Here's a quote, I'm in it to win it. And I've got another good question for you people. Are you perfect? Are people perfect? Miss Rain, are people perfect? <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, no one walking this earth's surface is perfect. Um, we can we can always better ourselves. That means if people say they're perfect, that means they're without error. They're a hundred percent correct. Um, how do individuals make mistakes? How do individuals continue to make the same mistakes repeatedly? By not evaluating, in my opinion. Some people don't know that they're making mistakes until someone else points it out. And you have to have that ability in yourself to be able to realize maybe something that you're doing is an error and to correct that. But if you have the mindset where there's, you never want to apologize or you're never making a mistake, then that in and of itself is an error. That's, that's not a good um, character trait. You have to be able to be pliable in life. Not do what everybody says, but be able to learn from your mistakes and notice that you're making them. Now, should we ever say um, it was a mistake, it won't happen again? Should we ever make that saying? It's a mistake and it will never happen again. Like you actually know the future. Whether we should make that statement or not, um, that's, that's a hard one. That seems like the the slogan that that is is kind of like a promise, even though it sounds like it's a um like a direct quote. Like the person is saying, "Oh, it'll you know I hurt you before, and I'm I'm never going to happen. That's not going to happen again." Versus, "Oh, we've done wrong before, and this will never happen again." That's more of like to me that moniker kind of sounds like a like it's a promise. As far as whether people should say it, um, it doesn't matter to me whether they say it or not. It just matters what they're actually doing because a lot of people say they're not going to do things and they turn around and do the exact opposite. So you kind of got to watch their, you know, their behaviors and see whether they line up with what they're saying. Yeah, you kind of got to have some. I guess a lot of people have some common sense that, you know, there are really no such thing as guarantees in life. Uh-huh. But uh, we're actually going to take a little service announcement station break, and when we come back, we're going to get back into uh, some of the things that President, now President Trump, inauguration, I'm sure Ms. Rain has some opinions about that, and I'm sure as a few of you all have some opinions. Stay right there. Don't go away. Listening to Jay Talk to the People Radio. How, um, how it bothers him that, well, which is he is black, 
say that they are proud and black. And he had identified it perfectly as far as you, what are you proud of about being black? You were born black. It wasn't an achievement. Being proud means being proud of an achievement. You've earned this or done that or were recognized for this or that. You raised great kids. But as far as being proud to be black, you had nothing to do with that. Just like I had nothing to do with being uh, Hispanic. <laughs> yeah, but individuals that say, well, it's justified to indulge in my feelings if I feel that I'm a male or female, isn't it justified? If they want to be that way, that's on them. Don't force it on those who ain't with that. That's the problem I have with them. They want to force everything down people's throats like... Hold on, yo, that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. Don't bring that to me and to people that believe in going with the opposite sex. You you messing it up for the children. The children are messed up because of this madness. They don't even know who to be because they've seen this on subliminal TV. Stop forcing people. If you want to go that route, that's on you. Don't force it on those who don't want to deal with it. Ain't dealing with that. Listening to Jay Talk to the People Radio. All right, folks, welcome back. Jay Talk to the People. I am the host, Jay. In case I didn't make that clear before, but you get the idea. Today we're revisiting the victim mentality. And first we're going to talk about, you know, President Trump, the inauguration, and the protesters. And I do have a clip here, um, anti-Trump protesters and a person by the name of Big Joe uh, gives his whole take on the new president and the inauguration and now all of these protesters coming to the light. Let's check that out. They call me Big Joe. Big Joe, I can see why. Big Joe, what are you doing here today? I'm just passing through. I have nothing to do with this This. Uh whatever you want to call this. I don't, I don't even understand why they're having this. They had an inauguration yesterday, and now we have all this. What did Trump do for all of this to happen? He turned back when I um, came into office. What is this? I see signs of unity and love and peace, and yet uh, at his inauguration they were burning a McDonald's, a Starbucks, limousines, and anarchy in the streets. This is the, what is this? When he was elected rightfully, I mean, by the majority of the country, that, you know, so even though there are half the country like this that disapprove, what about the other half that do like him? What about them? What about their feelings? When when Obama was president and he pushed his political agenda, political correctness, and he, um, he pushed all his agendas, did you see people doing all this? No, because we united behind our American president and we just and we, we stuck it out and everything. So what... What? Yeah, can you come in here? Come in here. Come in here. Come in. Come in. Come in. Trump no, Trump was not. What? What made him not? When was he not elected? Oblivious. You are a bystander, and you're oblivious. Macario, what are you talking about? Wait a minute. Are you, what do you think? 
Trump. Choose 
your battles correctly. Do your head. Huh? Education, what's the problem? What is Trump doing about education? He just got into office. Huh? Education, not for nothing. I'm going to tell you something right now. Everybody is being the controlled media. Education has taught you guys that you're following the controlled media, that whatever they do, whoever they demonize, you just automatically follow. If that's what education does for you, then we need to change it because you shouldn't be like that. You should be free thinking and you should be able to see right from wrong, you know, because you're following whoever. Someone gets on TV and says, this is so, and then you just follow it. That's not using your head. That's not being smart. People, wake up. Be smart. Okay? You want to be logical. You want to be smart. Be smart. But don't follow all this nonsense just because. Just because. Because you want to be. There's so many people that supported Trump, but they were afraid to openly support him. But you know what they supported him? In the voting booth. And that's what, what, what all of you people didn't understand. A lot of people supported Trump, but they were afraid. They were even your friends, but they were afraid to tell you they supported him. And you know what? When they went to the voting booth, they voted for him. And that's where you are. That's where all of you people right now, all of you people are now shocked because you couldn't believe that he could be elected because nobody thought he would have thought he been elected. But guess what? He is elected, and he is our president. And you need just them. You need you not behind him now. Because you know what? If you continue to do what you're doing, you are going to divide this country. You are going to bring about martial law. You're going to lose your rights. You're going to lose your freedom. And then the biggest fear, he will be a dictator then. You better be smart, people. You don't understand what's about when to happen. Wake up and be smart. Uh, that was Big Joe. You know, Big Joe ought to have his own TV or radio show. I mean, he could he could just go on and just lecture and give real informative talking points. And uh, I see Miss Rain in the studio. She's just nodding her head, shaking her head. <laughs> like, you know, you got this clip here, pictures of people wearing, you know, it looks like it's degrading to I love vaginas and wearing vagina costumes. Uh, you know, making a spectacle and parade out of thing. That's that's a woman's body part. You know, that's that's something to be respected because each and every one of us has had uh, you know, passage through it. You know, we're coming or going. Um, it looks like here's another uh, clip here with Big Joe. I might get that get to that in a later time. But uh yeah, so the inauguration we had protesters, you know, I mean and he made the point, you know, all these protesters are coming out now. I guess, you know, we just had eight years of you know, equal rights and different things like that and then now that they see a change in the administration and now we had to bring about all this uh, fight and all this protest and all this um, all these voices, all these petitions because we feel that you know this is going to change and overwrite and undo a lot of what's been going on in the past eight years. But you know, I think 
Big Joe had something there. Um, you know, Trump is now, uh, looks like he's getting together trying to get the border set up. You know, he's trying to knock off Obamacare. I believe he's cut funding for uh, abortion funding for overseas, starting to create jobs in different states. Uh, Ms. Rain, what say you on all of this? All right. Well, uh, the first thing to say is if, if anybody at any time during the whole election season that was going on um, within the fall um, really strongly disagreed with what he was about, the, the time for them to voice their opinion and to make it matter would have been at the polls. When I was there and I was voting just like everybody else, they had a chance to make their voice be heard. So seeing them do these protests, in my opinion, is kind of is for no reason because what will they get out of doing these protests after the fact? He just got inaugurated last week, early last week, um, that part is finished. What are you protesting? You're protesting that he's the president, but that part is signed, sealed, and delivered. There is nothing to debate. He is the president. So now what you going to do about it? Um, a lot of them, they are under misconceptions. A lot of the things that um, the guy was saying, he was he was correct in the beginnings. And you could see during the discourse and the argument, when someone comes with facts instead of just emotion and anger, it, it kind of dismantles the argument like a, a very sloppy argument because not many people could talk to him. When, you, when he was talking to uh, the people at the protest, and then this is being gassed by the media, it's a, it's a really weird phenomenon that's going on, which... Um, started with Obama, where it's um, Hollywood, in my opinion, and just like general, like major media, they have their own agenda of things that they think are uh, should be pushed, which is the political correct agenda. So they're always going to be on that. And um, you're not seeing fair balance news. You're seeing news slanted to a certain degree. It's either right or left, Democratic or Republican mindset, but there's nothing that's really balanced. And there's a lot of liberal slanted news. Like they'll tell you a story and they'll say, this is what's right. That's what's supposed to be right. When you're a journalist, you're supposed to come with facts. And I think that resulted in a lot of that. You've seen a lot of celebrities. Madonna was out there. Rihanna was out there in these crowds. Where were they before the voting uh, took place? Yeah, you want all this like after the fact. But, uh, again, another quick station break service announcement. We'll be back shortly. Racism doesn't exist and never existed. Let's take a look. Our issue is not about racism. There's no such thing as racism. Now, he's not going to go over it because he's working for most of them. See, the thing about it is when you get into a certain position of authority, you get to meet these people.
You're listening to J Talk to the People Radio. Folks, we're getting back into it. Time is winding down, but we still have a lot of it, a lot of it to go over and discuss. So we're going to keep it moving right along, trying to get as much as possible. Again, questions and comments, email the show. Jay talks to the people. Jay talks to the people at Yahoo. The number is, and as far as I know, and will always will be seven seven three eight nine seven six two three five. So uh, another question. For Miss Rain, and this goes back to an episode I had last year uh, with a guest, and we were some way or the other we fell on a um, uh, the subject of intimacy, and I asked this question. Let's see, if when you choose to dance real close, slow with someone, almost in a tight space and things of that nature, who would you dance with, a girl or a guy, a man or a woman? All right. Uh, in in the circumstance, I wouldn't see myself dancing extremely close to another woman, you know, <laughs> unless that was like me and my mom and it was just like a whole bunch of people and we were doing the electric slide and my elbows bumping bump no, together. No, 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 no. We're talking about real close. <laughs> You know, really, you know, almost neck to neck, uh, whatever. You know, I mean, kinda, mellow, slow down, slow jam, no, slow no, drag. No, 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 no. No, because that is a sexual. It's it's, it's kind of like a it's it's physical. It's a sensual situation, um, especially but mind slow you, jam. But mind you, it there's no sex in this. There's no uh-huh. sex involved. It's not sexual at all. Uh-huh. But it's implied. It's implied because that's what the slow jam was for. The slow jam was for at the end of the night to <laughs> slow the party down. Yeah. Guys. Yeah, so I, I could see that I'm not the only one that feels this way, you know. I think the a guest I had on didn't really quite understand where I was coming from. Um I don't know if it's a culture thing. It should really just be a biological thing. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as what I can see, if, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it has been proven, and there's a study, it used to be on Netflix called The uh, Sex Appeal or Chemistry, and they went into showing how I think at the start that the opposite sex is wired to be physically comfortable with each other than the same sex. But, of course, I mean, there's different situations, but, you know, like the one that you just described, it kind of just depends if it's in that kind of, um, I guess, degree or intensity of closeness. But, yeah, I just wanted to ask that question. Um, But moving along again with current events and things of that nature, I noticed you know, when I'm out and about and I see people wired into their phones and different things like that, I kind of like make an analogy of how people are walking around with their face down, eyes 
into their device and their eyes are set on their phones and everywhere they go, their eyes are just, you know, into their device, whatever they have, not aware of their surroundings. It's kind of analogous to not being conscious and awakened to the reality around you. You know, people are into their devices like um, people have their head in the sand not knowing what's going on around. Um, So people out there kind of like, you know, give that some thought. Have you noticed that? If you haven't noticed, maybe you're kind of the ones that are part of that group. But again, moving current events, um, Ms. Ring, give us your take. I don't know if you have much awareness what's going on in the news as far as the Dylan Roof case. That Bill Cosby case, that Bill Cosby case keeps um, resurfacing. Give give me whatever you have on that. Uh, with the Dylan Roof case, that was just served. He he basically, um, it's to my understanding that he admitted to it. He didn't go back on it. Um, he didn't want to be sentenced to the death penalty, but if you deal death, then you deserve death, in my opinion. So um, that's a case where justice was served, and he didn't back down from uh, what he did. He There was never an apology, to my understanding. Uh, so with that one, that's, that's basically like a closed case. There's not much more to add. With the Bill Cosby, um, I'm hearing, like, conflicting things. I don't know what he's doing, um, but I heard that he's been getting off on some of those. Um, I kind of feel like it's a snowball effect. I think there's some truth there, but I also feel like there's some fluff as well. Um, because where people see weakness, the dogs are going to come out. If they see no blood, the sharks in the water. So I think some people, you know, are inflating what he did. Uh, I'm not taken up for it because he was married the whole time. If he would have did what he was supposed to do and was loyal, he wouldn't have had any of those issues. But, you know, he kind of put himself in a vulnerable position. And I've heard this week that um, child prostitution has been legalized in California. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think it's disgusting. You know, they have a slick way of kind of wording it. Uh, what they're saying is if a cop finds a child and the child is prostituting, they can't prosecute them. Um, that way the child isn't victimized more by having to go to jail and going to jail for being a victim. But the thing is that they don't have any type of solution for that. I can understand them saying, okay, we don't want them to go to jail, but then they have to have some type of alternative plan. Like as soon as we get these kids we're going to process them and give them the type of mental help that they need because these kids are broken, and if you don't arrest them, they go right back to the pimp. They go back to the pimp, they're going to be in the streets. That means that, the, that they're going to stay out doing more, you know, damage to themselves more than getting help. And sometimes you have to kind of, like, incarcerate to stop, to stop that cycle from happening. Yeah, some people made arguments about, well, if you legalize, you know, something that's a crime for adults, you know, you might as well legalize, you know, shoplifting. You know, that's a crime for adults but not a crime for children. Um, 
And I've also heard in the news that there's been reported up to 228 shootings in Chicago since um, January 25th of this year. Uh, yeah, something definitely needs to be done. Um, there are reports that, you know, there are guns are made more readily available than, you know, books in in that area. So it's it's really something that needs to be taken seriously. This shouldn't even be an, an issue, in my opinion. Now, I did hear uh, President Donald Trump, he did have a opinion on it. He said that he, he was going to send in the feds, you know, and at this point, which the local government has said they would accept it, at this point, if it doesn't stop, I wouldn't be opposed. It's to the point where there's not, there's not much that the average person can do. Now, of course, a lot of the locals, um, like local entertainers, uh, Twister, I think I heard some information from the rapper actor, Common, saying, hey, we can take care of our own. But really, with 200 murders, shooting first month, it's not even February yet. No, you cannot. You're going to need some type of intervention because they haven't been doing what, what they're saying they're doing. They're not taking care of anything. All right, just shifting gears. Um, if you have this ability, talk about how to picture, um, like when you were a child, how did you used to view adulthood and how did you imagine you would be as an adult? And then looking back, retrospect, you know, how you were as a child. But specifically, when you were a child, how did you view adulthood while you were a child? Okay. Um, when I was a child... Sorry. Um, when I was a child, I viewed adulthood as some foreign concept. I felt like it was just uh, a place that I couldn't understand or get the concept of or a level of responsibility that was something that I couldn't see myself grasping. So much responsibility, being on your own, taking care of yourself, just being an adult in an adult world, and, and handling business was something that I couldn't really comprehend. Now being a, a dog, it's not much uh, more. I still feel the same vigor of my youthful days, not, you know, being an adolescent child, but at least my latter teen years, I still have that same youthful outlook. But as you go through life and you develop and you grow and you know more, the things that seem things that you didn't think you would be able to master become very easy. And they those concepts of adulthood, they start to you start to break down that wall that you have in your in your heart that makes you feel like you can't do certain things or you won't be able to handle certain aspects of being an adult. And that segues us into um this clip of the parents that have 10 rules for their children about making it home safely, and we gives us a continuation of the re revisiting, re-looking at the victim mentality. Some see this video or clip as exaggerating or making a uh, depiction of uh, putting on the victim character or putting on the victim facade, and some see it as a very smart and very uh, intellectual very uh, informative kind of know-how and survival, specifically in police matters. And so 
Finally, we're going to talk more about victimhood and et cetera, et cetera. Here we go. Ten rules. Ten rules. Ten rules of survival if stopped by the police. Number one, be polite and respectful when stopped by the police. Be respectful. Remember that your goal is to get home safely. Your goal is to get home safely. Your goal is to get home safely. I'm sorry. Number two, if you feel your rights have been violated, you and your parents have a right to file a formal complaint with your local police jurisdiction. Number three, do not, under any circumstances, get in an argument with the police. Number four, always remember that anything you say or do can be used against you in court. Number five, keep your hands in plain sight. Make sure the police can see your hands at all times. Number six. Avoid physical contact with police officers. Do not make any sudden movements and keep your hands out of your pocket. Number seven. Do not. Do not. Do not. Do not. Do not. Do not run, even if you are afraid. Number eight. Even if you believe you are innocent, do not resist arrest. Number nine. If you are arrested, do not make any statements about the incident until you are able to meet with a lawyer or public defender. Number 10, stay calm and remain in control. Watch your words. Watch your body language. Watch your emotions. Remember. Remember. Remember, your goal is to get home safely. All right, Miss Rain, what is your what are your thoughts so far on that? All right. Um my my thought is I could tell by the way that the that the video was produced, it was done so out of a clean heart, meaning they didn't make this video to be offensive. Although I can understand why someone on the opposite side of the fence than me would be offended by it. I think the main motive behind this is so that People can have uh, a code of conduct when dealing with police because you don't know who you're dealing with, you don't know their level of fear, and you don't know what type of situation would, could um, result in of it. Now, one reason why they might be offended by it is because they're feeling um, black, you know, because there was a lot of, almost everybody in the video was black, everybody was black in the video. Um, they would feel, since I'm black, why do I have to, you know, behave this way? I see videos where there's white people and they're basically, you know, raging against the police and they're not having any type of violent interaction. But this was specifically designed so that you can have um, just like a, a moral compass, just some basic rules in dealing with police officers. Most people... If you have a level-headed mind, you probably won't even need these type of rules. Um, and another thing that they added in there that I do appreciate is the fact that they're saying, hey, your words can be used against you. Watch what you say, and don't say anything until you get to the police, until you get to uh, your attorney or you get to your legal representation. I think that that's very important because people say things and even if you didn't do anything, you can implicate yourself in something or someone else. Um, so that was definitely some, some good advice. 
the victim or defeatist nature. Some people blame multiculturalism for the behavior of, or let me restate that again. Some people blame quote-unquote multiculturalism for the behavior of quote-unquote blacks or they blame uh, the aftermath of integration, uh, Black Wall Street in Oklahoma being destroyed. Crime went up in the so-called black community after that. Uh, they blame for the way so-called blacks behave because of the slavery era, the transatlantic slave trade is to blame for uh, quote-unquote black people behavior. Uh, they've been indoctrinated, indoctrination conditioned by so-called white supremacy and the slave masters and owners in that regard. Um, are we enslaved now or are we in any form of slavery now, Ms. Rain? I don't see, um, if anything, it could be society as a whole. The whole trade market system, the way that things are set up, the 40-hour work week, the, the wages, and the gap between the rich and the poor, that could be seen as slavery. So it could be all in all. In the African-American community, I feel like um, although we all are different shades of brown and we came from Africa and our ancestry is with slaves, I feel like it's a community of individuals. It's not a tight-knit community like you would see, um, let's say, Asian um, Chinese with Chinatown or um, different groups of even blacks from Africa or from Caribbean nations have tighter knits because they have different cultures that tie them together in different ways. So when people talk about how blacks act generally, generally they're generous. They're it's kind of like a a generalization of blacks in general. It's not really fair to me because I feel like we're a group of individuals because if we were at a group or a community, we would have an economic base, we would have things done by now, and we don't, which means we're just a group of individuals and we deal with things as a group because we have certain things that are the same, certain aspects of ourselves that we see in each other, but I don't feel like the community is really like tighten it as other ethnic communities. All right, folks, I believe we're going to have to leave it there. We covered most of everything, but we're going to have to pick it up in another episode at another time. And uh, we will definitely go from there. I want to thank all of you for listening in today. I want to thank Ms. Rain for coming back on. And I hope definitely this Information and thoughts will create positivity and constructive actions and outcomes for your lives, each and every one of you. Thank you so much. And keep listening on. We'll hopefully be back again. Racism doesn't exist and never existed. Let's take a look. Our issue is not about racism. There's no such thing as racism. Now, he's not going to go over it because he's working for most of them. See, the thing about it is, when you get into a certain position of authority, you get to meet these people.
You're listening to J Talk to the People Radio. This has been another edition of J Talk to the People Radio, and we're telling you to live life.